Hi, and welcome to the Swimming with Autism and More podcast. We are a group of three professionals who have over 80 years of collective experience in the field of autism. We are Tammy Anderson, professional swimming instructor, Kathy Ball, autism behavioral expert, and Shirley Fett, parent and mental health professional. We will bring you information, tips, and strategies each episode on how to successfully teach individuals with autism how to swim and more. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. Hi, this is Tammy Anderson Lee and Kathy Ball here at our very first International Swimming with Autism Conference. We're so happy today to have our guest speaker, Marjan, here from London, England, to tell us a little bit about her experiences here at our Swimming with Autism Conference. So first off, Marjan, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for giving me this opportunity to be on your podcast. And um, about a bit of my background, I'm the owner and the manager of a Blue Wave Swimmer School, which operates in Southwest London. Uh, we offer swimming lessons for children from ages 16 weeks and above. So we go all the way to adults. And we also cater for children that they tend to have some form of uh, physical or mental disabilities, including autistic children. So why don't you tell me what interested you to come here to Stretch in Poland for the Swimming with Autism conference? Um, Swimming with autism is uh, getting one of the very niche areas of swimming and with the number of the autistic children on the rise, uh, I noticed that we're getting more and more requests from parents that they tend to have autistic children and they have been turned down by other swimming schools uh, that they are approaching us for services. And unfortunately, there are not that much of the literature education out there is specifically designed for swimming teachers teachers to upgrade their understanding on this field. So more um, as a swimming teacher person and myself, I have learned lots of things through experience and self-taught. And that this opportunity was the first opportunity was presented to me close to home to come and actually learn it from the expert to see what they have to say and uh, somebody like yourself who has got a good understanding of swimming and also talking to Kathy who understands well the, the world of autism and how these two can actually merge and blend together. So that's why I'm here. Excellent. And so coming to our conference, what would you say would be one of the takeaways that you've learned over the weekend that you will implement when you get back to your swim school? I think the biggest learning, um, um, the biggest point I ha I'm going to take with me from this conference is actually um, the process of processing information. I did not know this. When Kathy actually mentioned it yesterday about when you command, when you instruct, you have to wait for the autistic children or adults to process that information before actually they start going with the instruction. That was a kind of the eye-opening experience for me because in the past I've always said things time and time again and when they were not doing it, as a teacher I was getting a little bit frustrated. I didn't know whether it was me not being able to communicate, but now I'm just understanding this delay that we have, not knowing that there is a delay in terms of processing the information, 
actually it's it looks like a burden for you but now I know it so I think it's gonna help me out quite a lot right so that is like a key thing for you to take home was there anything else that you learned that was interesting to you that you've never tried or you're willing you're wanting to try when you get back home uh, another thing in the practical session this this morning I know um, I picked up on was um, this is a challenge with autistic children that to begin with they can be quite resistant they don't want to get into the water they don't want to do anything and previously I used to give in to the parents when they were rushing on the deck and say okay I don't think he's having a good day so maybe finish it for today I was just letting things go and I'm just going with what parents suggesting to do because I didn't know anything better but now when I was looking at, we had about more than 25 children today, and many of them, to begin with, it was quite a lot of challenge to mm -hmm. get them in the water. But as soon as they were in, and the parents, some of the parents that had to be asked to leave the deck, I noticed that how things actually can pan out. So right. I don't have to all the time go with uh, the parents and their suggestions. We have to really stick to what what we, we know as swim instructors yes, yes yes because a lot of times people don't understand that the parents themselves are the triggers for the bad behavior that can potentially come out in the swim lesson and not only that but because it is a new environment there's new people it's new surroundings the kids are potentially going to be a little bit nervous so if mom is standing at the edge of the pool and if they start to get a little bit nervous and they know if they throw a little bit of a fuss that mom's going to yank them out of the situation, then, um, then they don't have to go forward with it. So my philosophy has always been that we need to push these kids and then we need to challenge them. And part of that, sometimes it looks a little bit rough because they may be crying, but if the parents just understand that they potentially are the trigger and if they were to remove themselves because the kids... Their only reason that they're crying is because the parents are an audience for them. So if you take that element away, then there's nobody to cry to. Then more than likely, the kids are going to participate. And they may be a little bit uncomfortable at first. But here again, the more times that you try the same skill over and over with them, it's not going to be new anymore. And then they're going to be more comfortable with the instructor. So I always like to tell our families when they start off, if a child, <clears throat> excuse me, I always like to tell the families if a child is a little reluctant to get in and to be in the water and to be happy in the water, please, please, please just at least wait, wait three to four swim lessons before we change anything. Because a lot of times it's just basically the newness of the surroundings and the instructor. And the other thing is just to please make sure that if the instructor asks the parents to remove themselves and disappear, it makes the swim lesson so much better for the student in the water, as you witnessed today. So some of those kids, the parents were a little unwilling to leave the pool deck, but once we got them to move off the pool deck, then the kids were a little bit more at ease, and then they started to get into the swim lesson program, and they stopped crying. Actually, uh, one of the things that I think is also a challenge when it comes to teaching uh, children with disabilities, autistic children included, this is my experience, my humble experience of 25 years of swimming <laughs> teaching, is that um, parents tend to be a bit more overprotective exactly, of the exactly. children for the right reasons. Right. I'm not criticizing the parents. Right. 
But because of that, anything that upsets the kids, they tend to step in straight away. Right. And they want to tell you that so-and-so doesn't like this or so-and-so doesn't like, um, you know, don't do that because it's upsetting and whatever. And, as, uh, and I think what this conference also gave me, the confidence and actually turn around and explain all those points that you right. just explained right now to the parents. So I don't, I don't have to actually wait for the parents to accept what I'm saying. I can have the knowledge and confidence to support what I'm saying. So if they want, if they don't want to listen to me, well, of course that's a choice they can make. Right. But when you know what you're doing is right, right, then you have to just follow it through and see it through. And I think that's the that's the most important yeah, part that's of the, this the key two thing. days for me. You know, and it's so funny too. I always like to tell the parents if when the kids if they're having a little bit of a rough time and they're crying a little bit. I said, okay, so they may be crying now because they're having a hard time to get in the pool, but just stick with it and then trust me, they're gonna be crying because they don't wanna get out of the pool. So it'll t turn a whole flip and then they're gonna be enjoying the pool so much that it's gonna be time to get out and time to go home and they're not gonna wanna go home. So that's always uh, something that I always tell the parents, and then when that day does come around, and then I'll remind them, I go, see, I told you, I told you he was going to be so excited he wasn't going to even want to leave the pool. And remember when we first started, he was crying and crying and crying and crying, and look at him now. So that's always something fun to share. And I think this is something that we discussed uh, just a while ago before we started the podcast, is about the the implication of all these things that we use for parent and toddler and parent and baby classes right. into teaching autistic children. Right. I saw so many parallels, so many things that you can cross over. Because as you mentioned rightly, when we teach babies and toddlers, we're almost teaching nonverbal children. So right. we have to use the cues, we have to use lots of um, conditioning before we actually can do what we should be doing. And I noticed that all these things are cross over, right. crossing over to teaching autistic children. Right, we, I know. When you yeah, exactly. When you think about it, an infant at two months, three months, or four months old is not talking with you. So you have to come up with ways to teach them um, with the cues that we use for, and they're nonverbal. So a lot of what we use at my swim school is a lot of what we use in the parent-toddler swim lessons as well. So that carries over real well. And Kathy, you you were in the water this afternoon, working with a lot of the swim instructors. And what did what did you observe? I observed that the best thing that we get to do when we're in the water with so many kids at one time is we get to see the entire spectrum of autism. Um, it's just not one section of the spectrum. We actually had the entire spectrum in the pool at one time. Um, that gives all the participants so many opportunities to see different variations of the disability and be able to learn to problem solve. And we used behavior management, we used new swimming techniques. Um, um, everybody just did such an awesome job. And it's so much fun to get in the water and let everybody experience because when you start working with um, students with autism, you don't get the, it takes quite a while, many, many years to build up to see all of the, the, 
the spectrum at once. You know, it, it takes a while to get through the spectrum. Um, but this opportunities like this, you had a great opportunity to see the entire thing. So. And and when Kathy's talking about spectrum, she's actually meaning that we have kids that come in that are low functioning to kids that are high functioning, kids that are nonverbal, kids that are verbal, kids that may have comorbid or two diagnoses along with their autism. So it gives you the whole gamut of um, kids to work with when we have a big field of students like we did today. And today we also have an adult. Right. We yes. had a 21-year-old. Mm -hmm. Right, and we and had so an adult. That's what I mean. It was a wide range of ages mm -hmm. and a wide range of the autism spectrum. So now that you've been to Poland, and what would you say has been not only the swim lessons, but for Poland itself, what did you find enjoyable about being here in Poland? Oh, wow. Um, I have to say, uh, this is my first time ever yes, in Poland. Yes, so is ours. Uh -huh. well, yes, yes. yes. the very ours first time too. we've been to Poland. Um, having said that, um, when you live in London, one of the great things about London is that Everybody lives in London, literally. So there is a big community of everybody in London. Americans, um, Polish people, Italians, French, you know. And uh, one of my best swimming instructors in the last 10 years that I've been running my swimming school, actually he's Polish. Uh, so coming here and seeing uh, Poland as a country was very interesting. I've had a couple of uh, great heroes like uh, Madame Curie. She was, uh, you know, she was uh, Polish. Uh, and uh, I think it's a lovely country, very nice people, and the participants are very friendly, and the organization was very, very good. So I know, didn't uh, they put on such a great conference? Like, the food, seriously. Can we talk about the food for a moment? Yeah. Food comas after lunch, the lunches every <laughs> single time. We've had some great food here, as we have experienced, um, not only, but the friendship that we have now met with so many different other people from different countries as and well. And I'm very grateful that actually they put up this conference for everybody to come, uh, because at least in the UK, we don't have something similar to this. We have got conferences for swimming teachers. Maybe we get one or two hours of CPD programs that we can go, that they cover the whole of the disability. Right. And um, I think, well, I'm well, well happy <laughs> that I turned oh, up. Good. Well, we're, well, we're so glad that you came to yes. join us here in Stretch of Poland for our very first International Swimming with Autism Conference. And anybody have anything else to say? I'd just like to thank you again for taking all your time and effort to get here. Um, oh, we, thank you very much for it was coming a pleasure, all this pleasure way from California. <laughs> it was a pleasure working with you and getting to know you. Thank you. Yeah, likewise, likewise. And don't forget, Tammy, the blog. Yeah. We're going to do a yeah, blog. Yeah, we're going to do a blog together. Uh, for Sumic uh, and Autism. Yeah, what, what, yeah what is, but what is your blog that you have? Um, if you go to the website of bluewaveswim.co.uk, there's a blog section, and uh, on the blog section, I always blog about topics that parents uh, bring up quite a lot. It uh, could be what's the minimum age that kids can start swimming lessons, when's the 
uh, what's the best type of goggles we can buy, so on and so forth. And always, always after each conference, I also blog about the conference. Oh, okay. So there will be a blog coming up oh, about this conference. Okay. We'll but later on, yeah. I really like you to contribute towards a blog and be a guest blogger for me. Yeah, sure. And um, edu just it's going to be educational mainly for the parents because right. there are so many parents out there that they really don't know all these things that you covered. And I'm sure there are so many parents that uh, they have got children on the autistic spectrum that they would greatly benefit from an expert, actually. If I said something to the parents, well, that's my opinion. Right. But somebody like yourself has been uh, teaching for 20 years children with autism, say something, then then that's an expert opinion. Well, I think maybe Kathy and I need to put London on our tick list of I places to do that. some training. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, maybe, maybe we can put something together. Yeah. <laughs> now, that, now that we've made it this far, it's like, oh, man, there's, there's so many countries in such a small area. You know, yes. you guys are very close. And the... The land is beautiful. It's like living in a forest. <laughs> I just learned so much and so so grateful to to be here. So thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for coming all the way from sunny California <laughs> to be here. <laughs> all right. So that concludes our podcast from the first International Swimming with Autism Conference. And thank you for listening in. And we will have more interviews coming up soon. Thank you.